Okay, in this episode of Let's Chat Sales, we're going to get kind of meta and talk specifically about the first couple of minutes of a sales call and how to get it started because so much of a, the success in a sales call is in the first couple of minutes. So we'll dive into that. And again, as always, if you like this, do the like and subscribe thing and let's get started. Hey, Bob, it is another edition. Another episode. I keep saying it. Whatever the hell this thing is. It's, it's a thought, Let's Chat Sales. It's Let's Chat Sales. And it's a, a thought experiment. And today, I wanted to talk about. <laughs> it is a thought experiment. Yeah. yeah it, it, I want to talk Not about. A human that. construct. Well, uh, anyway. <laughs> Uh, let, I want to talk about how you get the call started. You've booked a call. I really want to talk about the first couple of minutes when things get started. So the first thing, I think the thing that's really important is to be on time. That just, that takes so much of the pressure off. If you what show does up, on time mean to you? I'm curious. If you have a call at two o'clock in the afternoon, you are on the call and waiting at two o'clock. Okay. You're not not like five minutes early. Yeah, I, these days, five minutes is probably a little ridiculous, unless it's a presentation. If you're doing some formal presentation, then yeah. But you want to allow for the fact that it may be a different um, video conferencing service. Mm -hmm. You know, every time you have to load a new one, that's that could be three or four minutes. So you got to be kind of careful. But you want to be on the call. If you have a call at 2 o'clock, you want to be on at 2 o'clock. You're waiting for them to get on. And you're ready at 2, which means you've done your preparation. So you start the call. And you've eliminated distractions. Yeah, you don't have any distractions. I had a call yesterday with someone, and they had dogs that were just barking all the way through the discussion. And it was impossible to hear. You know what? That's normal these days. Isn't that weird? It's completely normal. I've had, I've had customers that with their cat on the table. It's off-putting, though. It is what it is. You just you roll with it. You know, I, my dogs, uh, every now and then they'll go nuts for the typically the mail delivery person. But otherwise, um, so, so you have to be ready. So the, mm -hmm. the, the, the first secret to getting a call started right is, is being prepared ahead of time, even just for mm -hmm. a few minutes. You know, these are standard stuff we talk about all the time. What are the objectives you want? What are the two main objectives you want to accomplish on this call? What are the two main objectives that you think your customer wants to accomplish? What are their expectations for the call? That helps you a lot. And so then what? That how do you how do you break the ice? What do you do? I usually just talk about if it's a Zoom call or a video call, I'll talk about something in their background. Yeah. Like literally physical background. Like, yeah. oh, I like that picture. Tell me about that picture. I will also just ask people, hey, so what's gone well for you today? And usually I get, wow, that's an interesting question. Let me think about it. Well, I guess it's really great that my kids got themselves off to school without my help. Oh, yeah. wow, congratulations. That must feel great as a parent. From yeah. there, then I'll transition to it. So I'm trying to build that human connection yeah. right off the bat because yeah. ultimately that's what matters. Yeah. So how do you do that? For me, it's, um, I, I go to humor, you know. That works well. Right. If uh, you're I, good at it. Yeah, if you're good at it. Uh, we'll save that for another episode. But uh, do you talk about the weather? You talk about something topical. Uh, I think the secret for me is I want to get them talking. Right. So in the first minute or two, oftentimes there's a lull. You're waiting for people. You're waiting for people to show up or get ready. And so I think that, that one of the secret things is to ask a question that is not a yes, no answer, an open-ended question about something and, and then get them talking. And that sort of forces them to take the conversation in a certain direction. And then you go along. You know, it's kind of funny. I just mentioned humor. Improv, you know, I'm thinking about this right now. Improv would be a really good background for someone in sales. 
you know, just because, to be able to figure out how to follow up on a lead, how to follow up on a conversation, how to build on something. So I actually so, took a two hour class in improv. Yeah, it was really it was very interesting and also very complicated. Yeah. There's a lot going on there that when you watch on TV or when you see it at a place, it doesn't show how hard it is. Yeah. Yeah. So what else? I'll ask him a question about the agenda, maybe. Yeah, so, I, hey, I often ask if this were a successful call, what would it look like at the end? Really? You ask that? I that's do. How you, that seems very. All right. I, don't, I might dress it up a little softer, but that's the gist of it. Yeah, you know. I would yeah, I'd say I'm much more kind of casual that way. Like, so we got an agenda. So here's what I got on the agenda. We're talking about this, right? Who are we waiting on? I, I'm like, who else are we waiting on? Uh, You're doing a lot of uh, large group sales calls, right? Large group. You mean a lot of people on the call at the same time? Yeah. Most of mine are one-on-one. Yeah. Uh, I do a little both. I do like three or okay. four. There'll be three or four people on a call sometimes. And so you're waiting around for someone. So there's this, yeah. there's a, there's a little awkward different. moment where you're trying yeah. to, you know, figure out how to, I'll, I'll sometimes start with what I just was working on. Oh, I just got off this. I was talking about this these days. And well, this is a separate conversation we'll have to have is uh, the economy. I'll ask them, how is the market? What are things like, what's your market looking like? Like, what do you make of the latest things with interest rates? Are they going to affect you or something that gets them? even a little bit off balance that they didn't expect me to talk about. Like, oh, mm-hmm. I didn't think we were going to talk about interest rates. And then it causes them to but pause. You are an entrepreneur in residence, so you're a learned man. And learned. We mortals don't have the time to keep track of the nuances of the interest rates. It's just, it's a way. It's you're a proactive way. on that. I'm more reactive. But the, the point I'm trying to make is it's a question that kind of puts them, it's a little unexpected, which causes mm-hmm. two things to happen. One is they have to pause because- they didn't see it coming. And hopefully it's interesting. And mm-hmm. if it's interesting, it gets a response. And it tells you, probably tells you a lot about who you're talking to, right? Because yes. you have to think about, oh, that's an interesting question. This isn't some jamoke. You know, he's he's thinking about it. Like, And especially if you can come back and say, here's why I asked, right? Mm-hmm. If, they're, yep. if, they, if they're stumped, you come back with, here's why I asked. Because... I'm seeing this happen in the market, and I was just wondering what your perspective was. And and then all of a sudden, they're looking at you and thinking, "Oh, this isn't some sales guy, you know. Right. He's thinking about this from a business standpoint." And I, I think one of the things you want to do in the first couple of minutes is put them at ease that you're not a salesperson, in the sense that, in that cliche traditional sense that. Oh, he's pushy. He's trying to. He's you mean trying the, to... the usual start. Okay, I'm glad you're all here. Let me explain to you what I do and why it's so important to your yeah. company. Yeah. And by the way, that's a great point. When someone says, when they. Thank you. I've been waiting all these weeks to get to one. You've had several. I write them down. You know, I, <laughs> you know, you know, I've, uh... <laughs> so no, but here's the point is that at the start of these calls, there's oftentimes this, all right, let's everybody introduce themselves, right? That oh. happens. Oh, man. Right? So, um, <laughs> For those of you listening, Brendan just put a uh, handgun to his head. <laughs> so it's just, uh, listen, fight the urge to give someone a long-winded rendition of your CV. People yeah. will go on and they'll go on, oh, I did this, I did this. Nobody cares. No Trust one. me. That's what LinkedIn is for. Right. Either one, you're going to end up boring the crap out of them, right? And, or, and two, they're going to look at you and think, oh, he's a pompous ass. Like, <laughs> well, I don't care. I don't care that you hung the moon. I don't care. Unless you are unless you landed on the moon, don't talk about that, right? Right? <laughs> right. 
And then if you land on the moon, you can just say, hey, I'm Neil Armstrong, right? You don't have to say anymore, right? So so just spare us the whole long ended Hey, I'm, I've been in sales for a long time. That's what I say. Like, I've been in sales for a long time. And here's my role. This is what I do. I'm customer relationship. Right. Uh, you know, I'm the chief customer relationship officer, whatever. And then boom, what do you do? And then if they give you their whole CV, my recommendation, feign interest. But most people, like most people don't care, right? And, and if you are going to say something about your background, make it interesting. Like introduce some failure. I did this. It was a disaster. You know, now I'm doing healthcare, blah, blah, blah. Right. How about you? Yep. No, uh, I agree with that. And I also, if someone asks me for, you know, so tell us a little bit about yourself. I will give them the highlights relative to the situation. Yeah. Yeah. I won't tell them I went to this college or that college unless it's exactly on point. Yeah, yeah. And that's also, I think, Brendan, uh, prep that you do in terms of looking at someone's LinkedIn bio, looking at their website, really understanding who and what they are before yeah. you get on that call. Yeah. and the That other, makes a difference. Yeah. The other thing I think is helpful is in the first couple of minutes, someone has to establish themselves as running the call. Mm -hmm. and, and if it's a large group, and there's some alpha male or female from the other company, and they want to run things, you want to know that, right? If you got some senior person and they're used to running things, then you got to figure that out. That's one of the important things. Mm -hmm. But in a lot of cases, you got people on the call, and they may not know why they're on the call, right? Correct. Oh, I got the invite, right? Uh, you know, I'm, I don't know why I'm here. Oh, well, it will. Beats, beats doing my job for an hour. <laughs> right. So, right. So at some point, very early on, you have to decide this person is leading the call or you're going to lead the call. Right. And it's a really uncomfortable call uh, if nobody is running it, if there's mm -hmm. nobody in charge. Now, in some cases, it's very collaborative and friendly, and, it's a, and, it, and it turns into something that, that so there's a certain chemistry. Great. But in a lot of cases, somebody needs to kind of orchestrate things and keep things on track. And 90% of the time, it should be you uh, because someone else isn't going to watching the clock. And watching the really clock. Really importantly. Right. We talk about that elsewhere, about the importance of like leaving time at the end, leaving a margin of time at the end to, to wrap things up, put a nice bow around it so people aren't dropping off mid-conversation. Oh, I got to go. I got a hard stop, blah, blah, blah. So th I think those are kind of important things to establish right in the first two or three minutes. If you can get the call going right early on, then I think you have a much greater chance of success. But it's incumbent upon you because I don't think anybody else is going to do it. I've had calls where if I start late, I'm already on my back foot. I'm already mm -hmm. at a disadvantage. So it makes me nuts if I'm late. So I, I can't stand being late. If I am going to be late and I can text people beforehand, I'm going to tell them, hey, I'm running a few minutes late because my dog ate my, my webcam. That happens. That hasn't actually happened. But um, uh, I, would, I would recommend people not use that excuse. <laughs> <laughs> anything, uh, so anyway, anything else, Bob? What do you think? Anything no, I else? just. I did you hear that? I just yeah. dropped. I just dropped a uh, a remote control, and it batteries spewed everywhere. Oh yeah, so. that's they're they're designed to do that. That's exactly how they're engineered. Well, I've got a battery that's now about eight feet away from me, rolling. <laughs> so, so I'm good. I think we covered a lot. I think if people have comments or if they want to talk to us more about it. Love to have that discussion because I think it's a really important topic. Yeah. Leave a comments in the doobly-doo, right? Or send us a note. And if there's something else we ought to have on the show, if there's a topic we ought to be covering, let us know. Yeah. All right. Because we're always eager to chat sales. Chat sales. That's what we do. We, that's what we do here.
All right. All right. We kick that around and beat it up. We'll do another one someday. What do you say? What the heck? I'm in. All right. See you. See you, Brendan. Okay. Uh, we wrap that up, uh, another episode of Let's Chat Sales, and I hope you found it helpful. I, it wasn't too bad, right? It was pretty good, actually. I thought you pretty useful. Uh, but this one here is even better. So you're going to like this one.